Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World podcast. The topic of this episode is an in-depth look at hard money loans. So if you're a real estate investor, this is a critical training where I'm going to share with you some tremendous tips on how to get hard money loans, what to know about them. I'm also going to debunk a lot of the biggest myths surrounding hard money loans. Hi, I'm Phil Pustiowski with FreedomMentor.com, full-time real estate investor. I'm also a mentor and coach to many of the most successful real estate investors all across North America. Best-selling author of two books, my first, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. This one I give away for free up in the top corner of these videos. Also, my newest book, Real Estate Investing Gone Bad. This one right here tells you what not to do. I'm also a hard money lender for my apprentices, the ones that I mentor. I got started my first few rehabs. I borrowed money from a hard money lender. I have worked with hard money lenders for 15 years. I understand this business inside and out. And so I'm going to share with you a very detailed look that you'll get nowhere else. So let's start with the concept that hard money is asset-based lending, meaning ultimately, in theory, a hard money lender should be most concerned about making sure that their their loan to value is much lower than the overall value of the property. So let's explain this. If the value of the property is a hundred thousand, loan to value would mean that the loan as a function of value is significantly less. And so we'd say here about 65% LTV, loan to value. That is the basis of hard money. The idea that the hard money lender is not lending 85, 90, 95% of the overall value, but something significantly less. Now, uh, in exchange for this, the hard money lender usually charges 10 to 15% interest and they usually also charge an origination fee of three to five percent when you first get the loan so you might be asking well phil interest rates right now are a fraction of these numbers why would i ever consider paying such a high interest rate for the money great question so the hard money lender plays an ex a specific role in this niche of real estate investing first off uh, they're, they're typically not concerned with how many other loans you have out there. If you go out there and try to get a conventional loan, the first thing the lender is going to look at is your credit. And if they see a whole bunch of other loans on your credit, they might get concerned. In fact, a lot of times conventional lenders won't give any more loans above and beyond about eight or ten loans that you already have. So if you're a fairly successful real estate investor and you have a lot of loans out there, well, you may only have the option of going with asset-based lending. Okay, so there's more. Uh, another big thing is renovation costs. Okay, a lot of lenders, conventional, don't have loan programs for renovations. So there are new construction loans that you can get. They typically can go Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Uh, you can go with uh, maybe a local bank may have some sort of quasi-program they can customize for you. Um, and if you are getting an FHA 203K loan, that actually works pretty well. So a little quick tidbit there. If you're looking to buy a home right now and uh, you can qualify for an FHA loan, you may consider doing a 203K loan because those will allow for renovations to be paid 
paid for out of the loan as well. But there's some stipulations. It's, there's a lot of red tape with that stuff. Um, whereas with these asset-based lenders, these hard money lenders, uh, oftentimes they'll do the 65% loan to value, uh, but they'll also uh, put out draws to pay for the renovations. That can be really, really helpful. And another thing, and let's not... Uh, Let's not gloss over this. It's just that they're not going to have the same uh, stringent um, underwriting guidelines, you know, and, and that's a big deal. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried to get a loan before, but I'll tell you this. It's a pain in the neck to get a conventional loan. I don't care how rich you are, how great your credit is. None of that in, in a way matters as much as just the hassles of going through getting a loan. Whereas hard money lenders can be a lot easier to get all that accomplished because they're primarily looking at the asset. They're looking at the house. All right, well, all that great stuff shared, uh, there's one huge myth that I have seen that investors look at and they just consider uh, as, the, as the meat of the order when it comes to uh, lending hard money, and they just miss a huge point, and it's this. So just because the loan-to-value of 65%, or in some cases it can be a little bit more, um, they think, all right, well, why should they even care about my experience level? Why should they care about how much down payment I put down? Why should they care about my credit? Why should they care about any of that? Because if I default on this hard money loan, they just get the property for 65 cents on the dollar. That's incorrect. First of all, um, they would have to foreclose. Have you ever foreclosed on somebody before? Expensive and time-consuming. Most hard money lenders are not some private wealthy individual. They tend to be a fund. All right, so I'm going to use this word, fund. So what they do is they raise a bunch of money from other people, and they put all that money, they pool all that money together, and then there's a fund manager, and that fund manager's responsibility is to turn that fund into profits and to be able to turn that money over and to create a return on investment. And if they return, let's say, 4%, but they promise to pay everybody else that drop money into the fund 6 to 8%, they lose a lot of money. So the fund manager needs to make sure that they are doing deals consistently that are profitable. And if a deal goes into foreclosure, they're not getting interest. They can't pay their investors. Big problem. Foreclosures can take a year more. So what ends up happening is, yes, they do get their interest back in most cases, and we'll talk about that in a second. But still, there's that delay of a year. They don't want that. Hard money lenders do not want to go into foreclosure. They don't want to take borrowers to foreclosure in almost all cases, unless it's some local investor that's just trying to uh, snag a deal. Um, so, number one, they don't want to do it for that purpose. But also, what if it does go to foreclosure, and instead of somebody buying the property at the foreclosure auction, and they're getting all their money back, plus the attorney fees and all that stuff, what if they become the owner? Well, then they have to hire a company to go get renovated. They have to make sure and actually get everything put in gear. What if the person who bought it, the borrower, the investor, what if they did a bunch of unpermitted work? What if the work was done terrible, and so they have to go back and redo everything? They could potentially lose money, even if they thought they were at $0.65 cents loan to value, because also, value can sometimes be a tricky measure. I have some great videos on this. And the idea is that sometimes you can use comparable sales and still be off on what the house actually sells for. So, big myth debunked is this. Lenders don't want it to go to foreclosure. So, what they're going to do is they're going to try to mitigate their risk. All right, so here are some of the risks that, that they try to reduce or mitigate. The number one thing is skin in 
the game. Uh-oh. This is not a fun topic to talk about with real estate investors. They don't like the idea of having to put 10 to 20% down. Dun, dun, dun. They're like, wait, wait, hold on. Phil, 65 cents, uh, 65 cents on the dollar. Why do they need a down payment as well? <gasps> because they want skin in the game. They want to make sure that you don't just buy the property and you do nothing correct. And then next thing you know, they have to foreclose. Remember, they don't want to foreclose. When you put 10 to 20% of your own money into a deal, you're more likely to follow through. Make sense? Number two, in addition to the down payment, they want to see that you have some real estate experience. And you're thinking, well, Phil, I'm brand new. I don't have any experience. Okay, that is a problem for a hard money lender. Why? Why is that a problem for them? Because, like I just said, you could do everything wrong, right? And they don't want to foreclose. All right, number three would be uh, the track record that you have with that hard money lender. If you've already done a few deals with that exact hard money lender, it makes a huge difference. They're a lot more comfortable because they have seen in real life that you pay everything back, that you make good business decisions. So this is a big concern of theirs as well. Oh, and here's another one. And this one I know kind of goes against the whole concept of hard money, but listen carefully. And that is your ability to repay. Ability to repay. What do I mean by that? Well, they might check your credit just to see if you've got a 350 score or something awful. They may want to do a background check to see if you're a convicted felon who stole millions of dollars from people. They may want to check to see where your income is coming from because these, since you're paying interest, you're paying a monthly payment. Where's that money going to come from, right? So if you, if you use every nickel you have as the down payment... How are they going to get their monthly payments from you? That makes sense? So they're going to look at your ability to repay in many cases. These things all reduce their risks so they hopefully can make a better loan because their goal is to make this kind of interest with no difficulties, no, no challenges whatsoever. They want it to be as smooth as silk. And I know what you're thinking. If you're, a, if you're an investor right now, you're thinking, well, don't we all want that? Shoot, getting 10 to 15 to 20% on our money every year? Oh my goodness, that's incredible. Well, yes, it can be a wonderful business. That's why I am a hard money lender. But you've got to be smart as a hard money lender because there's so many pitfalls. Real estate investors that don't know what they're doing, they come up with and invent new terrible ideas. I see it all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, why would someone do that? So, Right here, this gives you a better indication of what you need to be prepared for, and there's more, before you go out and get hard money. So not only do you need the 10 to 20%, you need to be able to make those monthly payments. Oh, there's more to it as well. And uh, You've got to be prepared for closing costs. So they're not going to pay for those either. you got the closing costs, and then this is that origination fee. So let's say you're getting a loan. For let's say it was a hundred thousand, that's another three to five thousand dollars on top of the normal normal closing costs, and there's additional closing costs because there's a loan involved and the, the recording of the loan and all that kind of stuff. So when you go out and consider getting hard money, you got to have some coin on you. You got to have some money available. Now, one of the things that uh, confuses people as well is the idea of value. So they're going to do it based on this thing called as is value. Really? 
they're going to they're going to expect to not be in the deal more than about 65 and if you if you have good experience and you've done a few deals with them and you got skin in the game and you have great re- ability to repay they might go up to 70% maybe a little bit more they're going to expect that that's where their loan is at so you might be thinking well Phil I mean if I'm going out and buying some foreclosure right now um I might be buying it at value but then I'm going to fix it up and I'm going to add more value to it that might be the case they want to be at 65 to 70% of as is value that way as you add things to the value of the property right so so you you add the bathroom you add this you add that it raises the value of the house but their loan remains at that 65% of value so no matter how much work you do to it they still stay in that safe cushion if that makes sense so you also have to get great deals or unfortunately bigger down payments. So if you did pay if you if the as is value was 100,000 and that's what you're buying it for and they the, the least they'll go is 70%, they're going to want a 30% down payment. And I know what you're thinking, well if I had 30% Phil, I wouldn't need a hard money loan. Okay, well that is kind of the conundrum of it all. When you're borrowing money from people, oftentimes they are just going to they're going to tighten that noose in every angle they possibly can. And so ultimately, getting hard money can be very, very difficult if you're not finding good deals and you don't have plenty of skin in the game. I've got a great video on money for real estate. I'll put the link up here. And that shares more about the other options besides hard money. There's other ways to do these deals, by the way. So uh, hard money is not the only game in town. But as you can see, when we take this in-depth look what you see is that there's a lot more going on. There's a lot more required than most investors believe there to be. They just think in their minds that it's just, if I get a great deal, I've got the money. Well, you need the down payment, the money for the closing costs, money for the origination fee, the ability to repay. And then you have to have a little bit of experience in most cases. A lot of times they're going to be very concerned about giving you renovation draws when you don't know what you're doing. In fact, another piece of this puzzle is with the renovations, Oftentimes, they want you to pay for that up front. Then after you pay it, they pay you back in draws. That's even more money you need, right? So it's really it's kind of expensive with the hard money. If you build an amazing track record, you might be able to reduce some of these challenges. I know for the people that I, uh, that I hard money lend to, my apprentices, I don't charge this stuff up front. Uh, all this interest gets charged when the loan actually closes to make their life easier. Um, also, because I'm mentoring them, I'm not so worried about their experience. A lot of times, I don't require the skin in the game if the deal's a home run. Uh, but again, I only lend to my apprentices because I know they know what they're doing. I know I have personally mentored them. They're not going to make a bunch of stupid mistakes and my money is safe. All right, well, I hope you have enjoyed this in-depth look at hard money. If you have any more questions related to all this, uh, you can go down below here and make a comment. Um, Again, I want to remind you that if you're looking for hard money, you want to know all the options that are available because some lenders will actually do it for for rentals, not just for renovations. All right, well, my name is Phil Pustiavsky. Again, I'm with FreedomMentor.com. Head over to our website, FreedomMentor.com, for the hard money locator. That will give you a complete view of basically what the entire market is willing to offer. And again, certain hard money lenders are a little bit more lax in some of these areas than others. And um, so you'll be able to see what truly is out there and what you're capable of being able to get. And I'll see you on the next video.